Hey, it's so great to see you today. I can't see you at all, but like I imagined myself seeing you and giving you a hug maybe, but I don't love hugging, so maybe we would just... We're not going to awkwardly high five or handshake. Maybe we just like do a nod. I don't know. Like, hey, hey, nice to meet you. Okay, let's just do a nod. All right. Anyways, today we're talking about the discipline required and discipline equals freedom. And like, seriously, of all the things that I know, of all of the people that I've looked at that have become successful, it's just like they made success a habit. They made whatever it was that they were going after a habit, a part of their everyday. It was unquestionable. They just woke up. They just trained. They just ran. They just wrote. They just talked like it was not a question whether or not they would do that. And so that's where the discipline comes in. And I've seen that example so many times in my life when I've been successful before it's like, you have to just choose discipline over anything. And inevitably, discipline leads to freedom. Because you aren't questioning, right? Here's my schedule. This is what I do. This is who I am. There's no question. And you go, well, that's not freedom at all. Well, it, it is. It is because it frees you to be in whatever space you want to be in fully and present because you aren't wondering if you did everything that you were supposed to do. It's ingrained in how you operate. Okay, let's go. Welcome to season three. Um... I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three. And I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, 
that looks for us, but more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, my friends. Welcome to this morning. I do have to tell you before I go into my great thing, even though this is a great thing as well, maybe this is the great thing. No, maybe this is my great thing. Okay, this is my great thing. So (laughs) this morning, I'm coming back from my run. And I'm thinking like, man, we haven't had a shooting star in a while. I haven't seen Cardinals in a while. Like, we done dried up with signs, which usually that's a pretty normal flow. Like there'll be these states or instances where like they're just coming at me nonstop. All the signs, I'll have all the angel numbers, I'll have all the everything like shooting stars and cardinals and, and blue herons and who knows, right? And all these things will just be flowing in my life. And then all of a sudden they'll just kind of dry up. And so I was thinking you know, and this is somewhere where I've had to grow in spirituality because it's not really about giving, you know, like it's not about always having signs. It, it's about just always knowing, knowing that it's inevitable whether there are signs there or not, it doesn't matter. So I was running and I was just like, well, that's because you don't need signs anymore or ever. In order to know that you're on the right path, you are on the right path. And so I went, I got the dog, and I'm just walking. And all of a sudden, this cardinal is like a block away from where I normally see would see a cardinal, which is right around my house. And it's just like posted up on this telephone line, just like hanging out. And it's beautiful and it's regal. And I'm just like, that's exactly it. Like you, you'll, you'll say like, well, I don't, I don't need that. And that's the biggest flex possible. Like I am so filled with faith and I trust and know that this is my path so much that you could give me every single sign and I would know that I was on the right path and you could give me none. And I can still confirm and know that I am on the right path. I don't, need signs. And the funny thing is, the second that you stop looking and second guessing and questioning, the universe is like, oh, hey, I got you. That's the path I need you to be on. I need you to be so faithful and sure that you don't even question it anymore. That you aren't like, oh no, where'd that sign go? You're just like, yup, keep going. Right path. Don't need that. And then the universe is like, but I'm going to give it to you because you deserve a surprise. And I want to shake you to your core. And I want to give you a great thing. Here you go. Here's a cardinal. Don't even question it, girl. Don't even question it, girl. Go, 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 go. Okay. That's crazy, right? So anyways, that was my great thing. But also, my great thing is I've been, I've been running for a while and not like, oh, Hannah's training for a marathon and she has a watch and she like pays attention to how far and how fast she runs. I absolutely do not. These are not things that I would ever like to know. I basically run to try to clear my head so I'm not so 
crazy manic when I get here. Um, but really just to like center myself, move my body because there is no reason that I shouldn't, that I couldn't. And it just helps overall rounding of self. So I used to run, I remember training for a half marathon with one of my friends because that's what she wanted to do for girls weekends. And then like we have a different interpretation of fun, which now I get why that's more fun than other things. Like uh, I get it. So anyways, I remember training for that and just being like, nothing matters. As long as you don't stop mentally, I could not stop running, stop moving, right? Like as long as I don't stop, it'll all be fine. And so that was my training method for my half marathon. Just keep going. Doesn't matter how fast you're going. Doesn't matter if you're basically walking. Just keep moving. You're not mentally strong enough to recover. I didn't go to the bathroom. I didn't get a drink of water. I would see all these people with like these weird towels that look like foil and they'd stop for drinks and they would hydrate their body and they'd maybe have a little energy chew and and then they'd you know, pick up and run the race again. Or they'd stop to go to the bathroom because their pre-workout maybe ran through them a little too fast. That was very specific to one of my friends on this one marathon. But like they could stop. And I just knew that mentally I was not capable of stopping no matter how drained my body was, no matter how much I had to go to the bathroom, I just couldn't stop. And you're going, oh my gosh, I bet you ran this marathon. Like, like 20 minutes. Wow. How impressive. Yeah. Um, no, I was probably one of the last in my leg to cross the finish line. It was one of the top embarrassing experiences because if you looked at me, you would go, oh, (laughs) she looks trained. She looks capable. She looks all of these things. But I think honestly, it was the fact that Mentally, I was not in a place where I could stop. And physically, had I stopped, had I been able to stop, I probably would have been able to rehydrate my body and finish that race at a reasonable rate or at a normal rate. But I mentally could not handle that. And so I was just slowly breaking down mile after mile after mile. I was just depleting the entirety of my body. Because mentally I couldn't handle stopping. And so in the mornings now I run probably about uh, probably about a 5k every morning. I, I don't know that officially. I would just say I usually run for about a half hour every day. Okay. And if I don't get that in, then sometimes it's a bike ride. I don't know. But usually about a half hour. And then I'll come home and do, you know, 15 minutes to a half an hour of yoga. Whatever that looks like. So usually I like to move my body for about an hour a day. Minimum. And it's not extremely intense. But I will say over the past month, I've been able to stop and start again. Like just stop to walk, just stop. I like to stop at the water and look at the water and walk slowly and just appreciate the magnificence that is water. Like 
running water just randomly in the ground. Like it just happened. There's like a creek just right here. There's rocks and water and ecosystem and life. That's just madness to me. It's like out of all the things that we stop from happening or all the ways that we build towns around, they're usually built around water because it's a life source, right? But it's like, how did we not get rid of these? And how do they just happen? Like there's, there's just water. There's just lakes. They're just like, I don't know. Minnesota always blows my mind completely. It's just like water, 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 everywhere. Lakes everywhere. What? How does this why does this happen? I mean, in Minnesota, you know, we all know why it happened. Paul Bunyan and his big blue ox walking around Minnesota. So that makes perfect sense to me, but still blows my mind. I don't understand water. I don't understand where it comes from. Like, I, I can't, I can't even understand it, but I think it's the most wonderful, magnificent thing. And so when I'm walking, I'm not afraid of not being able to restart now. And I think that's like such a huge mental leap from where I used to be because I wasn't mentally strong enough to stop and start again. And now I am. And that is bananas in pajamas to me. You can't convince me otherwise. You may be going, that's not even a big deal. And no one cares because you're basically walking when you're running anyways. And you're not wrong. And I don't care. It feels good to me. And it feels like this amazing pattern of growth that I can see where I'm more mentally strong than I used to be. And I would say <laughs> it's so funny because I would say that I outwardly talked about how strong I was. And I was very, very focused on making sure that people knew that about me. And now that I've just accepted that I'm not that strong, I've accepted that there's so much strength and weakness that that's almost more important. I am stronger than I ever was when I actually talked about it. So that's one of the funny, ironic things about life and people. It's like, I don't know. I'm always like, if you have to market it, I'm nervous right? Okay. That's just coming from a marketing background. That's weird. Okay. That's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself and your great thing. You really won't regret it. I'm just saying you're not going to regret it. Write it down, say it out loud, write it down and say it out loud, write it down, say it out loud, and then say it to someone else. Like do all the things you get bonus points that don't matter. Here are 200 bonus points for you. If you do one of those things today, if you do all three, right, you write it down, you say it out loud to yourself, and then you say it out loud to someone else, you get 600 bonus points that count for absolutely nothing. But you can walk around with that stamp of honor, knowing that somewhere, someone crowned you with 600 points. These are 600 the death of a dream points. You got them from my podcast. Congratulations, right? You could even tell a coworker maybe today who doesn't listen, who has no idea what you're talking about. Hey, I got like 600 points from this podcast that I listened to this morning. And they're going to go, oh my gosh, how did you do that? What an amazing thing. Guys, people aren't hard to trick.
right? We love rewards and we love points and winning. And so I don't know, maybe level up today, maybe get yourself 600 points, but at least get yourself 200. Okay, they don't matter and they don't count for anything and they are not redeemable at any store. Uh, But I don't know, points are worth something. Okay, today our topic is discipline equals freedom. And I told you freedom is the flex, freedom is the flex, freedom is the flex. Why did I tell you that? Because it absolutely is. Give me the money in the world. But if I don't have time, then I have nothing. Nothing. You can give me a million dollars, but if you tell me that tomorrow I'm going to die, what the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter. Right? Because all I want is time. I don't want money at that point. Okay. So, discipline equals freedom, and this is going to be extremely offensive to those of you who are going, no, that's the opposite. (laughs) That's the opposite. Discipline does not equal freedom at all because you're talking about making yourself do something. So that's the opposite. I am telling you this right now. It equals freedom because you start to operate without even knowing. And when I talk about baseline and the importance of establishing a really strong baseline, it's because your back is going to be up against the wall at some point. And when that happens, when you're tested at higher levels, right? I don't know what that looks like for you in your occupation, in your career, in whatever it is that you do that you get challenged with. When your back is up against the wall, you are going to fall back to your baseline. And so if we aren't building that up and you don't know exactly what you're working on and where you're going and the things that you are doing to get there, you are going to crumble like a big old bag of bricks, my friend. And I love you too much to tell you that it doesn't happen. Right? But that champion discipline. And I'm not speaking from like, oh my gosh, Hannah's so so champion discipline that she's done everything on her list. She just read her list of things that she's working on. And she's so amazing. And she certainly has gotten all of those because of this discipline she speaks of. Listen, it's discipline over time. And where that freedom comes in, it's because you don't have to question it. It becomes automatic. And the beautiful thing about that is that when it's automatic, it just becomes a part of who you are. You're basically raising the level at which you can operate and therefore moving you into a space where everything just becomes automatic and you don't even question if it's going to happen anymore. You've done it so many times that you're like, well, obviously someone's going to see this. It would be crazy if they didn't. Right? It only takes one person. It only takes one opportunity. And so you up your chances by upping your discipline. And the freedom comes from not having to think about it. When it becomes automatic, when champion level work becomes your norm, Championships are inevitable. You don't question it. It's just going to happen. And so you start to move through because you go, oh, hurdle. 
Yikes. And before you might have said like, oh no, there's a hurdle. What am I ever going to do? And now when there's a hurdle, you're like, oh, okay. How do I handle this? You don't question if it's yours or not. Right? You know that it's coming for you anyways. And so you just make your way over it like you would any other anthill. You just go, oh, okay. Hey, hurdle. Cool. Boom. Over it. Move on. And so I speak from seeing discipline pay off and like actually equal championships, right? And so this was like my method for structuring champion teams when I used to coach. It's like, I'm going to train your baseline so specifically, so hard. You're going to roll your eyes at me every single day that we structure in these specific drills that basically ensure that if we did nothing else today, you're getting at least 500 touches in a controlled environment where they are perfect every single day. Right? And why? Why? That's so crazy, especially for like, you know, high schoolers who certainly are better at volleyball than you ever were. So what do you know? Well, I know the basics and I don't have to know anything else because I can tell you from seeing championship teams, from seeing people, it's in the basics. Why? Because you're going to be tested. You're going to be tested. That's the only guarantee. And so when that test comes, you resort back. And if your habits haven't built up to a championship level, if your habits and your baseline isn't basics and perfection, then we're screwed, right? Then we're done for. If we don't have the discipline to do the small things right, we will never get to the big things. And then, you know, the second time that I saw that play out, it's like, well, when we went on our financial journey, which was probably the hardest and longest journey of them all, it was so hard to fight that. But the discipline came back to, well, at our baseline, we are always reflecting and budgeting and paying attention. And so from there, right, we just became that habit. And so, yeah, like the cars are going to break down or the furnace is going to break down or whatever, right, is going to be thrown at you. But it doesn't matter because was inevitable. It was going to happen if we kept with this structure, if we kept reviewing it, and we kept paying attention to our finances, debt-free was inevitable. It wasn't even a question, but it took about three years of continuing to come back and have the conversation and continuing to build up our baseline to financial literacy. We're not all the way there yet, but continuing to pursue that longer goal of becoming debt-free. And it just doesn't happen overnight and you want it to, right? But like, it's about making yourself do what you don't want to do because there are going to be days when it gets too hard, when you don't want to wake up and run, when you don't want to wake up and do the thing. And if you have that discipline and you just make it a part of your every single day, it becomes almost impossible to question whether or not you would do it. It's just who you are. It's just how you operate. It just is a part of every day. Like we talked about journaling yesterday. Well, yeah, you're not going to want to do it. It's going to be painful. Your first journal entries, you're going to be like, what the f am I supposed to write here, Hannah, you maniac? 
I'm not a person who should journal. I don't have anything to journal about. Right. But you got to start somewhere. <laughs> and if you make it a part of your everyday, right, how powerful is that? Because you're basically reviewing your self-growth and who you are every single day. And if that's your baseline, then whew, where are you headed, good friend? Everywhere. The sky's the freaking limit. Jeesh Louise. Jeesh Louise. 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 Mm, that doesn't make sense. Okay. Right? <laughs> Sorry. But I think, really, every time that I've seen this work, this is true. That discipline piece of doing something, of building that baseline, of building yourself to where you want to be. And you really only become what you're willing to push through, right? And so if I say, well, I want to work out every day. Cool. Okay. I want to work out every day. Well, guess what? There are going to be days where you don't want to work out. But at some point, you have to stop giving up on yourself. Because eventually, you're going to knock through that wall. And you're going to go, holy crap, I could do that. Wow, I'm doing it. Right? I'm doing a podcast every day. And you want to know what the hardest thing ever was? To get over that hump. To do the podcast every day. It was impossible. Unfathomable, unseasonable. No one's going to listen. It's never going to happen. Why would you even pursue it? What a pointless pursuit. Well, it just is who I am. Now it's a part of my everyday. We can't even question it. It's just going to happen. I envision myself someday in a hospital bed, then recording from the hospital bed. I don't know when that's going to happen, but I know that it's going to happen. I see myself with my computer on the little weird table. Why do those tables roll so terribly? Why don't they have better wheels on them? I don't know. But like I see myself on a table. I don't know what's happening, but I record in the morning, right? Because it would drain out who I am if I don't have that discipline. And yes, even in the hospital. Yeah. Even in the hospital, my good friends. Right? Discipline equals freedom. In the long haul. Because every day you are going to wake up and you are going to have a choice. And if you don't give yourself that choice, that ability to opt out, you're going to grow. You're going to break through something that you thought was hard that then just becomes who you are. Starting this show was really hard. Coming up with content was really hard. Now, we're three years in. We better be getting a little bit better. I'm not saying we're the best ever, but... Right? We have a little bit more of a flow. There's a better understanding of where and how I collect content for the show, how we structure it, what we talk about. We still sneeze and laugh and burp and fart. No, I'm just kidding. But like, we still have all of those quirky things that we started with, right? We still uneditly bring this to you, however it happens, however it flows out, however that looks. But like, we've gotten a little bit better. 
Okay? We're not the best. And that's okay. We're coming back every day. And now, the hard things that used to be hard, the posting, the content, the flow of things that used to be hard are now easy. We broke through that wall. It's just a part of who we are and how the day gets structured. I don't even question if we're doing the podcast today. Every day, every weekday, five days a week, we're waking up, we're doing this, we're bringing it to you. We're bringing a social post alongside of that, and maybe we do even more, right? But that discipline is what's going to lead you to the other side of your dreams because I am telling you mentally, mentally, you can break through more walls than you could before because now I think about where I'm headed and where I used to question it. I would question it all the time. Oh, can I even write books? Should I even podcast? Can I even be someone who does that? What is an entrepreneur? Am I even capable of that? What is this? Who is this person? Why? Why do I have this call on my life? Please leave me alone. I could just do other things and it'd be easier. But that drove me insane too. So, okay, let's try this. I used to question it. And now I just know that it's it's coming. It's just a matter of time. And that's where that discipline comes in, right? Where you've structured yourself to a point where you don't even question if it's happening anymore. It's inevitable. It's coming for you. (laughs) Your only job is to be ready when it does, right? Because if everything hit and say that all those dreams came true tomorrow, I would still have to structure my day like this. I would still have to find discipline in the things that I do. Because if all of a sudden I make it and I get 12 book deals and I'm making billions of dollars, right, then what? I would still have to be this disciplined. When my back is up against the wall or when my back is being raised to another level, I still have to operate this way. I couldn't just drop it all and be like, okay, I've made it now. Bye. Thanks for the podcast listens. It's been great. (laughs) Thanks for the one person. Now thank you for the one million people. Bye. We done here. Which eventually, yeah, I'm sure the podcast comes to an end someday. But like that back up against the wall moment and you're saying, well, if you've made it, your back's not up against the wall. And I would say the exact opposite. I think your back's up against the wall even more because then you're like, oh, have they changed? Oh, who are they? Well, yeah, you've changed. I hope we're all growing and changing. Hi, we're growing and changing. We're human beings. That is what we're supposed to do on this planet. But for me, it's like, there's so much discipline required especially when you're doing things that no one's asking you to do, (laughs) which is sometimes the only way to get on the path that's aligned for you. And so if that's been your path, if you're saying, well, no one wants me to be 
a podcast host and a book writer. No one's asking and saying, wow, you're so talented. You should come and do that. You're going to have to just go out on a limb and do it. And so there's so much more discipline required if you're doing something like that, because no one's asking and no one is going to ask probably for a little while. And so it's like, just structure your day at what it would look like for someone who's at this level and more, right? Name someone who has more podcast hours than me. I dare you who started at the same time. You probably can't. Now that doesn't make me better than them. Certainly most shows are better and better structured, but we're in a different realm. I'm doing something different and it's important, right? That I do it my way. And so like, this is discipline for me. Waking up, making myself do this, regardless of how I feel. And so when you stick to a schedule, that's discipline. This is what I'm doing. This is who I am. This is what I know my schedule is. And go. Do I feel sick tomorrow? Okay. I don't feel good. Still got to do it. Okay. Schedules got crazy. We got home late last night. Still going to do it. It's 3.30 a.m. There is no reason that I should still wake up at 3.30 a.m. Because I have all day to record this podcast. Still going to do it. Still going to wake up. That's what makes the most sense. That way it's done. That way it flows in my day. No matter what happens, it's done. Discipline equals freedom. And you're just giving up on yourself if you aren't willing to stick to the schedule of the things that you want to do. So what does discipline look like for you? As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world! I think that should have been more rock. Change the world! Hey! You've made it all the way here. And I do want to tell you that this is like where the real listeners go to get the inside track. Because we have started to work with Brain.fm, which is an incredible meditation, creative focus app, which actually helps with all of those things. Focus, relaxation, creativity, like I utilize it in so many different ways and I didn't realize that it was sort of the music app that I was lacking. And I was excited when they reached out to become an affiliate of this show um, and help my listeners utilize this platform for all the things that we talk about on this show because Music is one of those things that allows you to tap in and go to a higher level quicker than you could if you were just doing it on your own. So this helped so much in my meditative practice. It helped me from the mind wander that was constantly kind of coming up. It helped when I was in workflow for my mind to not wander into the lyrics of songs. It helped sort of just create this white noise in the background. And then this was the most unexpected help that happened. (laughs) It also helped with like getting my kids to bed and waking them up in the morning. I noticed that the general 
frequency of what usually would have been an up and down experience sort of levels. And we all just experience this common calmness in all those instances where in a lot of nights and mornings, we'd have so many ups and downs. It leveled all of that out. So I'm excited. If you use the code, the death of a dream, you get 10% off of your subscription to that. Now, what I do love about it is that if it's not helping you, you can just end that subscription. So to try it for a month, it might cost you about three bucks. Okay. See if you like it. See if it works for you. And if it doesn't, you can always stop. Um, (laughs) But if it does, I think it's a really great way to tap into this self meditation, focus, presence work that we're always staying conscious of. I will have the link in the show notes every day for you to go ahead and check that on out. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness, Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.